So coming up here and today at the Easy Peasy Sourcing podcast, all about the fairs, the Canton Fair, the Hong Kong Mega Show, and lots more fairs that maybe you haven't even heard about and why you should go. And also because uh, we, we do this episode today because it's almost fair time. Okay, the season's almost here. If you haven't booked your trip yet to the Canton Fair or to all the other fairs, which you really should, and today you're going <laughs> to hear all about why you should do that, then it's really, really time now to book your trip and come visit me in China. Welcome to the Easy Peasy Sourcing Podcast. This is the framework to import, sell, and profit from your private label products. He is German expat, lives in China, and has a passion to help you create a thriving brand. Here is your host, Nils Alderp. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the EDPD Sourcing Podcast. I'm really excited because today we're talking about one of my favorite topics and about one of the favorite places to go every year. Luckily, it's a bit better than Christmas because it's happening twice a year and that's the fair season. So there are lots of fairs uh, in Guangzhou, the, the Canton Fair, there are fairs in Hong Kong and uh, anywhere in between. <laughs> and I want to invite you to that uh, fair. You should really, really go. So I wanted to make this episode episode today to tell you all about it, what fairs there are, why you should go, which you should go to, what to prepare, and all of the things today in this podcast. But I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. So let's slow down and actually start with what is the Canton Fair. Because of course, I think the Canton Fair is like the most known fair. And I just want to talk about what it actually is. And what it is, it's the world's biggest sales show. Okay, so so you basically all suppliers, not only from China, but really global suppliers come to that show, present their products, present their prototypes, and you can go there and have a look and basically find any anything that's produced in the world. <laughs> okay, so most of the things uh, are consumer related. However, there's huge, huge amounts of products displayed at this fair. And again, one of my favorite places to go. So all of them are there and the fair is so large, even though the, the fair complex itself is so big and it's it's really hard to walk from one side to the other um, and, and in one day. It's so big and there's so much stuff. However, there are so many suppliers there that they have to split the fairs in three phases, okay? And to get all the dates and all the, the, the show notes, head over to easypeasysourcing.com slash 17 because we put all the dates and everything, all the, like, what is displayed, what kind of... Um, faces are at, at, at which dates and all of the stuff on the website okay so for the show notes head over easypeasysourcing.com slash 17 all right so the fair is so big that it's split into different phases running for four or five days and then they make a little break and put up everything they need for the for the next suppliers that are coming okay so every phase has a different topic and that's basically what it makes it makes the biggest sales show and the biggest fair in the world and uh, really worth visiting. You should go because you can see the quality of the products. You get tons of product ideas. Every time I go, I, I see a, a handful of products every day. I'm like, I want to buy this and I want to buy that and I want to buy this. <laughs> it's like like you're in, a, in this huge so shopping center and there are so many new things that you want to buy. And you can re it's really great to spot trends because there are so many products displayed at that fair that half a year later are being sold everywhere, right? So remember the, the fidget 
spinners, um, they were everywhere on the fairs before anyone knew about it, right? They were they were already there, and you can spot all the trends. Or the one year when they when like everything was unicorn, right? Um, that was all at the fair. So you can see what trends are coming up, and you really get tons of product ideas. But the, the greatest thing for me personally is you can go, you can um, source your products, you know around what, what kind of niche you're sourcing in, what's your what's your brand selling, right? So you go to the fair, you find suppliers, you touch the product, um, and you can actually see what's coming up. So you're getting an immediate impression about the product quality, about the supplier, and it's just great to go. And uh, I really can't emphasize this enough. If you have the time to go and you have the resources to do that, really, really go to that fair. But there are even more fairs, okay? So what other fairs are there happening and and are they worth to go to? Because they put all the fairs kind of at the same time. And some are, like I said, some are in Guangzhou, some are in Hong Kong. Uh, I'm in Shenzhen. I'm right in the middle. So I can go left or right. And um, basically, I have I have one fair either way, right? And when you come, the fair that I like even better than the, than the Canton fair is the Hong Kong Mega Show. The Hong Kong Mega Show is also split into different phases and has pretty much, diff, you know, the same topics. However, it's, mu- it's much smaller. So you can actually see the whole fair. You can walk around and in one day or in two days, you have seen everything. And I like that because in Hong Kong, usually the quality of suppliers is a little bit better and, and my products that I personally look for usually have a little bit of a higher quality so if you're more looking for the for the cheap kind of product um which which is you know which is all right which of course there are many many brands selling lots and lots and lots of cheap products and make their money that way it's just not my thing okay i just like to go for the for the high uh quality products so for me personally hong kong is great and i love to go to the hong kong mega shows and if you're selling in that kind of high quality um product niche then you should definitely go there and it's again happening pretty much at the same time we put up the um the dates on the website so just go ahead and check that out as easypeasysourcing.com slash 17 so when you want to come now lots of questions come in your mind right do i need a visa how do i book the travel where do i stay do i get a hotel do i book an airbnb um you know what, what do i have to prepare so i want to walk you through this a little bit of kind of steps that you have to prepare for your china journey if you haven't been here china is a little different right so you have a little bit of of, of a different culture here when you come and you have some things that you have to prepare first of you got to get a visa right and the to get a visa it's fairly easy if you say well you go to the fair and you have maybe you have even an invitation uh, from a from a supplier, so it's not a big deal to get a visa. You just have to do it, and there are plenty of agencies that can help you with that. It's basically you fill a form, you book your trip, you book a flight, you book a hotel, and then you go. Okay, the hotel I personally like to stay uh, in Airbnb. So around uh, Guangzhou, where the Canton Fair is, I like to just rent an Airbnb that's like maybe half an hour out, maybe forty five minutes. It looks when you book it on the map, it doesn't look so far out usually, but it is. <laughs> Okay, um, it doesn't matter. I just like to go to Guangzhou anyway. They have great pigeon and I love to eat, eat the roasted pigeons. So I love to go to Guangzhou anyway. And uh, I don't mind to stay in a more like local areas because the prices, they go through the roof. Okay, the Hong Kong prices are expensive anyway. And Guangzhou prices around the Canton Fair are going through the roof. All the hotels are crazy expensive. They're all booked out. And uh, so what's left over usually are the Airbnbs. And I don't mind them anyway. 
One thing that I really, is that's like my, my bonus pro tip, okay? If you run around at these fairs, everyone want to have your name card, right? Because even you're not interested and they know you're not interested, they don't care. They just want to have your name card and spam you, right? So I always take two sets of name cards. I take one set of name card that I give out to suppliers when I'm actually interested. So it's my email address on it, my contact details, everything that I need from the factory or that, that I need to give to the factory for them to send me stuff that's all on the name card. And that's that's my first name card. I just have a few of those, maybe a hundred. And then I have these other name cards and they look identical. It's just a fake email address. So the email address, the phone number doesn't exist. The email address doesn't exist. My name is the same, but everything else on that card does not exist because you have so many suppliers where you go, you ask for the price, uh, you ask for whatever information and they want to have your name card. And then they kind of hold you there. It's like, oh, and, and, and one year I tried, I said, well, I don't have a name card anymore. And they say, oh, no problem. Here's my, my notebook, just note it down. And and then you have to stop and note down your, your your stuff everywhere, and it it just takes time, right? You you you're just short on time there anyway because it's so big and you want to see everything. And for me again, it's like like little wonderland, right? So I want to be I want to go straight through and as fast as possible. So I have these fake name cards, and I really encourage you to give them uh, to make some for you as well because you can just give them out to the suppliers that you really don't care about, and then. Um, you know, they don't bother. <laughs> or they do bother, but they don't bother you because, you know, it's a fake, fake stuff. So that's one thing I really, really like to prepare. Another thing that I like to prepare, uh, or that I don't have to prepare because I'm here anyway, but <laughs> one thing that you have to prepare is a VPN, right? So China restricts um, the internet. So you can't visit Google. If you have an Android phone, that kind of limits lots of stuff, <laughs> right? Uh, so you can't access Google, you can't access um, WhatsApp and, and, and all these kind of things. So what you can do is download a an, an app, which is a VPN. The VPN basically works. You press a button in the app and then the internet is routed uh, via another server. So basically it goes kind of around the great Chinese firewall, <laughs> okay? It's slower and it, it slows everything down, but you can... Um, actually access Google and you can make your you know, chats and Skype and all of that stuff. So um, just a recommendation, uh, one VPN that we use is ExpressVPN. Again, I put the link on the website at easypdsourcing.com slash 17. So this episode, it's full packed with information on the website. Make sure to check it out and head over there. So once you made it and you made your trip to China and you landed and you got to your hotel and you got everything, um, you're here, right? Great. That's that's a big step already. Then it's fair day and you have to go to the fair. You can take taxis, you can take uh, the metro, um, all, all the ways lead to the fair, okay? Then there are a few things when you walk around on the fair, I have a few, few advices for you that you should do. Because again, I do it all the time and I love it. And uh, I've, I've uh, kind of learned my lessons, okay? The very first thing, I always take a little suitcase that I can roll around, like a little, you know, four-wheel little suitcase where I can throw all the flyers. And because you want to grab flyers left and right and, and everyone throws them to you and Again, you, you're going to explore and you're going to discover so much stuff. And I'm getting really, really excited for it when I speak about it, okay? Anyway, so you take that little suitcase. You can put all the flyers in there. Uh, you take a stapler so you can staple all the name cards that you get to the flyers that you got as well for the stuff that you're interested in or into your notebook where you make books, make pictures of the name card, do whatever, but make sure you take the name cards. I had it so many times that I walked around and then I had like, 10, 20 name cards flying around in my suitcase and I didn't even know, you know, what, what, what kind of products they did. And I took them because I was really interested in the product and then I 
had them and I didn't know which product they, they belong to and what they do. And um, so, so all the great contacts are lost, right? So make sure you have that little stapler and you staple them uh, onto your onto your notebook and you make a picture of it. There's another thing I always like when I have the pic- when I have the product there that I like. I always like to do pictures of the product and then I do a picture of the product with the name card in it. So I know where it belongs and then you can't lose it and that set make sure your battery lasts right so take a power bank they they have tons of power bank there so you can buy one there at the fair um, but it's cheaper if you bring one perhaps <laughs> so take that power bank and wear comfortable shoes again i can't stretch enough how huge these fairs are take I always go with my running shoes and I'm very, very glad that I do that. I see a lot of people running around, especially the people that work for these bigger companies for, for all the like really big corporations that are running around there. And they have all like this this um, suit shoes, like leather shoes and, and hard, oh man, that's that, that kills your feet. Wear comfortable shoes. No one cares what you're wearing. The supplier doesn't take you less serious or something, okay? So don't worry about it. Then... Again, make photos of the things that you really like. Again, you're going to see so many things. And so how do you know proceed, right? You made you made all the pictures, you got your prices, you met the supplier, and lots of people think that's it, right? So you, you have to contact, you can contact them and work with the factory. And that works, right? You can do that. However, I like to do it a bit different. And I, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I always preach you that you have to use sourcing agents. And this is another great thing where the sourcing agents come in and can really, really help you. Because to be honest, if you run around as a foreigner on the fair, they see you. If you then tell them that you sell on Amazon, the price is, is a lot higher. <laughs> All right. So what I I just like to keep that contact, make a picture of the product, send it to my Chinese uh, agent, and have them contact the supplier after the fair again. I'll say, well, um, I've seen you at the fair. They don't remember you anyway. And then you you get a quote through your agent. Your your quote, your price will be a lot better, and you know already that the quality is great, right? And this is a thing that is really really important. You're see the quality you can touch the product and you get so many ideas for new stuff and um yeah again i'm so excited to go okay and then there's uh, let me tell you another little trick so you you're at the fair and the day is over right they're clothing you're you're tired you want to go home you want to go to your hotel uh you're excited maybe you want to call your family so you go out of the fair complex and what happens is that you see a massive crowd heading towards the metro um, so it's like like little, you know, when penguins migrate. I don't know if migrate is the right word. Anyway, you know how penguins kind of like cuddle together, and you know all the little buddies hanging hang together. That's that's uh, pretty much the same picture like the people going through the metro. So I always prefer to go with a taxi. However, the taxis there, they are they are fishing. They're like little sharks there, and they want to they they overcharge you a lot, right? So it's really really hard to grab a taxi. They don't want to take you if you don't pay them a lot of money, um, to to bring you back to the hotel. So and it's a massive crowd, right? Lots of people are there. So one little tip here: across the street when you leave the fair, there is the Langham Hotel, the Langham Place, and if you uh, haven't booked a room there because it was full, because it's always booked out, <laughs> you can still go there. They have a rooftop bar, which is not really the rooftop, which is just the third floor or fourth floor or something. However, they have a beer, right? So you can you can go up there, uh, maybe have a snack, snack some nuts, have a beer, have another drink, have whatever you like, and just, just calm down. You can chill there outside on the couches. In April, it's, it's really, really hot in China. Um, if it doesn't rain, you can just go up there, chill, and once kind of the crowd left after an hour or two, 
then it's time for you to go to. Because then the taxis are easier, they're all kind of gone and you can just easily grab a taxi from there to go back to your hotel. And then there's another thing that people always miss, right? So I see a lot of people coming to the fair and they're kind of coming to only to the fair. And then after the fair, they leave. And I always think it's, but it's it's a bit sad because once or if you're in China anyway, why don't you stay? Like, why don't you stay a little bit longer and experience a bit of the culture? Um, kind of dare a little bit and then eat some of the local food. Um, maybe you you hire a Chinese agent anyway to come with you, and and they can take you out for for really really good food. Um, in Guangzhou, in Hong Kong, everywhere. Um, the environment is nice. You can look around, and and there's really a lot to see in China. Also, it's a great idea to, if you have a supplier already, to just visit your supplier, right? If you're in China anyway, go by, show a little face, um, make contact with them and have a look what else they have. Usually the factories are the, the suppliers that you order. If they're factories, they have these whole showrooms, okay? And in the showroom, they have all the products that you probably have never seen because they can't fit them all in a catalog, okay? They have so many variations and it's great to go and have a look to the um, to just a showroom and, and just show up, go for food with them and just, just make a connection, learn a little bit about the culture. And it, it's so much easier to work with, with, with Chinese um, people, with Chinese factories, once you understood a little bit uh, of the culture. Okay, that's one bonus tip. And then there's one thing, um, if you want to have someone to take you to the fair, if you want to have someone who helps you with, with recommendations for, for hotels, for stays, for areas where you should stay, um, who goes to the fair with you, um, negotiates a little bit with you, speaks with suppliers, I'm very, very happy to do that. Okay, so there every year I have three spots that I give away for three whole days. Okay, so I take uh, one person with me um, the whole day to a fair of, of, of your choice, either it's the, the Canton fairs, the Hong Kong fairs, and then I show you around. I help you to get over the border uh, from China to Hong Kong, from Hong Kong to China. I help you to, uh, at the fairs, I help you out, um, find suppliers with you, kind of uh, show you a little bit more about the cultural things, take you out for food. And we make a whole day, basically from the morning to the night. Uh, maybe we go out for a beer after. And uh, we just we just have a great day, right? So I give away three of these spots. Um, they're not for free, right? But I have three of these spots every time when we do the fairs. And if you want to have one of those spots, just reach out to Niels at easypeasysourcing.com. That is N-I-L-S at easypeasysourcing.com. So just reach out, send me an email, and I'm really, really happy to uh, have you book me for the whole day as your guide at the fair. So that's that. Again, I'm really excited that these fairs are coming up. If you don't book me as a guide, maybe I bump into you if you if you recognize me. Um, I might not be the only bold guy, but um, you might recognize me and then I'm very happy to sit down with you, have a coffee, chat a little bit, and I'm very excited for these fairs coming up. So again, for all the fair dates, all the show notes, check um, on, on the website easypeasysourcing.com slash 17. Make sure that you go there to have all the dates and everything that you need to know, basically, for the Canton Fair, the Hong Kong Fairs, the global sources. I, I didn't even mention the global sources. Well, that's the biggest electronic fair, but they also have a lot of other things and they really, really focus on Amazon sellers. So make sure to visit that too. That's in Hong Kong and also happening at the same time. Um, the next time these fairs are in October. So you have some in April and then the next time it's again in October, okay? Um, I'm just looking forward for the, for the April ones and I can't wait to see you there. For now, I wish you a great day and hope to catch you in China. See ya.